It's the week before Halloween and clown hysteria is sweeping the country. We watched Clown Town, a town where they have a serious problem with a whole new type of insane clown posse. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marsh Rampton. With me today is my co-host, my best friend, my buddy, you know, my partner in crime, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Hello, everybody. How's it going? It's really close to Halloween. It is. It's the week before Halloween. Oh, it's my time of the year. What up? <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of Moon Goons like this time of year, too. I mean, October, I'm having a feeling it's just about all of our listeners' favorite time of year. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's like Christmas. Yeah, it really for, is. For speaking of which, man, have you been in the stores lately? Uh, and, like, I went into... God, where Christmas was shit's up already? It was in Target. There's already some Christmas stuff coming up. It's like, <laughs> no! <laughs> no! I know nobody at home can see you, but I'm doing, like, the... The old jerk-off jerk off I'm like... Fuck Christmas at that point. Like, I'm sorry. It's, Christmas is getting you out of control. It's engulfing everything. Yeah, you're going to see carolers along with trick-or-treaters pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, I mean, it's like Christmas becomes like a black hole. It's just eating everything around it and expanding and expanding. It's the almighty dollar. Oh, God damn it. Anyway, anyway <laughs> let's talk about something else. Um, yes, first of all, uh, before we get into the movie, remember, check out, check out our Facebook page uh, for updates on... What movies we do and trailers and just seeing, you know, if you want to drop us any lines on, or suggestions. Also, check us out on our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. Along, you can check uh, follow us on Twitter at so bad it's scary that we uh, update. Uh, every time we when the episodes come out, we post on Twitter. We update. You keep you updated there. And you can check us out on Instagram at Horrible Horror Podcast. And then you can download and listen to all the episodes at Podbean.com. Uh, along with iTunes and Google Play as well. So all that, check us out there. You can we find do it for free, for fun. For free, for fun. The S. Free fun. Free, free fun. Free, free fun. Uh, all right, so this week we did Clown Town. Uh, this movie, you know, like I said, we kind of figured it's topical because uh, this clown hysteria is it's like sweeping sw- the country. Sweeping the nation. And clown so, spookiness. In fact, yeah, in, St. Louis, in St. Louis, uh, some of the small towns in the St. Louis area, they've actually increased police presence at some School, of the schools. Yeah, schools, yeah. Uh, which was kind of like because there were social media threats or social media, like, I don't know if it was necessarily threats, but they were definitely in Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, it's just these fucking douchebags mm-hmm. thinking they're like I'm trolls. Go, trolls, you know, like just... they, they, they've left the internet. Now they're trolling real life, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, these assholes. So um, anyway, so we figured we'd dive into Clown Town. Uh, this was actually like a surprising like we got this wrong time because it's like brand new. Yeah. I didn't realize how brand new it was, so I started uh, re- looking into it. I mean, this was released. Basically, just a month ago, less than a month ago, right. September thirtieth. So this is the newest film we've ever done. I would say, well, yeah, definitely newest sure. release. Yeah. yeah, the newest release. So this is 
topic, not only topical and new. Wow. Yeah, yeah which is a rarity for <laughs> yeah. us, especially when we get the new. Um, now, the movie says it's based on true events. Now, that is incredibly loose, more like in- loosely inspired by true events. And uh, because it is new, but the events it's inspired by or supposedly based on are the Bakersfield, the clowns of Bakersfield, California, uh, which were started back in 2014, um, and which were basically copycats from the Wasco, California clown, which he, that one's been since been debunked because it was just a photo project done by the clown's wife to like some kind of social media thing. Yeah. Uh, and that was like the original spooky clown on, on that you saw pictures of on lot just running around town, but there was no weapons involved. It was just a weird clown. Uh, and then these Bakerfield ones copied them, copied that, and started spreading. Now that that's spread to basically what we have today. Now nowadays. nowadays. Yeah. Um, funny thing about the Wasco clown though is there's actually a movie I look. I actually watched that too called The Legend of Wasco, which is about the Wasco. Well, again, very loosely, loosely inspired yeah. by the Wasco clown of California. Um, we might get to that one someday because it's it's shitty. But um, <laughs> anyway. There's your clown history. The movie your was clown history. Yeah, uh, the movie was written by Jeff Miller, who um, also wrote and produced just other craptastic movies like Jolly Roger, Massacre at Cutter's Cove, Head Cheerleader, Dead Cheerleader, and Axe Giant: The Wrath of Paul Bunyan, which has been on my list to get Ooh. to on this movie for pretty much since we started this. I just haven't gotten around it. I don't know if I can bring myself to watch it again, but it's, <laughs> it's been lingering on the list for a long time. Uh, it's direct- so Jeff Miller. Or Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Miller, <laughs> thank Miller. you so much uh, for uh, keeping us inspired. Yeah, <laughs> it's directed by Tom Nagel. Uh, you can find it on Amazon and iTunes, and it's just, it's a little shorter. It's eighty six minute runtime. It's about eighty minutes when you take off. And for credits. free on YouTube. That's where I found it. You found it for free. Full movie free on YouTube. Ah, see, mm-hmm. I I did not know that. Uh, now I, the quality, paid, the picture quality is not very good. Uh, so but, I, I rented mine mm. on Amazon, and uh, actually the picture quality was great. <laughs> so um, the cast, there's really not a whole lot of like anybody you're gonna really recognize in this cast of this movie. Um, it is a, it's definitely a family project. He's fa- you got two brothers that are in the movie together, uh, Tom Nagel and Brian Nagel. The director's also in the movie. Uh, the lead is Brian Nagel. Um, he's the brother of Tom. Uh, and the two of them are the co-owners of Steelhouse Productions, uh, which has also helped produce this movie. And funny thing about Brian Nagel is he was he played Katy Perry's boyfriend in the Roar music video. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, Laura Compton plays Sarah. She hasn't really done anything much, but she's in a lot of upcoming stuff. So she's kind of an up-and-comer. Mm. She's got 11 projects that are either in the works right now or post-production and coming out soon um and then we have andrew statton who don't really bring this guy because he did a short film which i really want to see based on the name of it it's it's, i'm gonna geek out on this because it's it's a really nerdy thing but it's called roll initiative a D &D musical (laughs) (laughs) like i want to see that (laughs) um and really that's the only other there's another nagel the mother of the uh uh, uh, Brian and Tom is also in this. Uh, Marilyn Nagel. Oh, guess who she plays? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty obvious when we get to her. But um, that's really it. There's not a whole lot about the cast going on right now. So, with that, let's you know get our pies and our spritzer bottles and let's uh, let's jump into this movie. 
Oh, we don't have our little <laughs> we, honker. I don't yeah. have the horn this time. Oh, well. That's right. That's, but they were not fun clowns. These, these were not fun clowns. They like, didn't have uh, anything fun going on. No, these were not like uh, clown camp massacre clowns. Yeah, there really wasn't much clowniness about them other than just had their faces Yeah, painted. other than the face paint, there was really no clown. There was yeah. nothing really clowny about them. They didn't do any tricks or have fun. No. No. No, they did not. They didn't do really bad rap music either, so I don't <laughs> know. Uh, uh, anyway, so the movie, we open at the Strode house, which, boom, right off the bat, we have a nod to the Halloween series. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. It's, that's Strode. You, anytime you use that you name, know, that's the first thing you're going to think of. Let's, uh, let's, let's try and be a little less obvious, yeah. you know? Maybe name the babysitter Lori or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's why I was The babysitter could be exact. That's exactly what yeah, I'm Yeah, but, for. I mean, Strode house, Jesus. But at the same time, it's like, all right, you're giving a nod to one of the greatest yeah. horror franchises ever, so whatever. But it's Strode house. And so we go around back with the hot blonde babysitter sitting on the deck in her bikini top, reading a book to the to the brother and sister uh, that she's babysitting. And both these kids look to be about, I would say, maybe 10 years old. Yeah. About I, the, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so after they get done a story, this the girl wants the sitter to read her another story about ponies. Uh, and the sister tells her, no, it's time for bed. Uh, and then so the girl's like, well, the other sister, other sitter would have done that. And she, so the sister's like, well, what, where is she? What happened? And the sister's like about, she's like, oh, she had an accident. She's not here because mm-hmm. she had an accident. So and she's co- about to go on and yeah, describe what happened. Like, what happened? And then and the, the little brother like pinches her and she goes, ow. And they would go scampering yeah, off. Yeah. He yanks yeah. her pony to her, picked one of the pigtails. Yeah. yeah. And they run off um, before she has a chance to see. So now we cut to the cute. The two kids asleep in bed, which is really fucking weird because they're sleeping in the same the bed. The same bed. And, and it's I'm a sorry, pretty but big house. Yeah, and they're way too old to be sleeping in the same bed together. Ooh, yes, totally agree. Like, I'm taking this as sign number two that something's fucking off here. Right, I mean, yeah. this is, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, hmm, that's not right. No, that that's not, not right. right. That that's a pretty right. big house. There's plenty There's of rooms. There's plenty of bedrooms. Yeah, they, those, they should each have their own. Um, so after seeing the kids in the bed, the sitter decides to change out of her bikini. So within the first five minutes now, we get boobs. And they're nice boobs. Hey, she's, she's, all right. She's a, I don't know why, but I find this babysitter, like, super attractive. I, she, I know there's better, probably better-looking women, but I love this babysitter girl. I thought she, small part she had, I thought she did a really good job with it. Um, she, I thought she had really good boobs. She had she's great, great boobs. actor, good boobs, uh, good boobs, and good boobs. And good boobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm serious. Like, I'd like to see her... And more, more boobs. And more horror and movies. more like, boobs. She did a good job, I think. <laughs> and more boobs. <laughs> so she heads downstairs to so clean. So if you didn't up. get it, guys, Marshall liked the boobs. <laughs> so she heads downstairs to clean up, and she finds a Caitlyn name necklace, like, under this piece of furniture. And she, while she's cleaning up, she hears this TV news report. Oh, she gets a phone call. Oh, the, the phone, phone call calls first. Okay, says, yeah, thank you. You know, she she sounds distressed. Oh no, is anybody hurt? Okay, well I'll hold down the fort here. She turns on the news. It's well, the vocal, yeah, it's yeah. the uh, it's the parents, like right. the father mm-hmm. of the of the the kids. And so yeah, and the TV she turns on, and we get this uh, TV news report about a de- t- uh, train derailment, massive in the train town derailment that caused a massive explosion. And but she turns it off, and we don't really hear much more. Um, so. After she picks up the necklace, she absentmindedly like you know puts it down on the kitchen counter on top of a newspaper article about a local girl that has gone missing named Caitlin Westfield. So, so you got Caitlin on top of Caitlin there. Yeah. Um, now and the picture Caitlin shows her wearing that very same necklace that you know she found. So also on a side note, note this is like really they really fucked up the newspaper format here because i i did pa- i paused it when i was taking my notes yeah. i started reading the article to see what it said and the 
they like had no idea how to do par- paragraph uh, breaks because they would break like right in the middle of a sentence and continue on with the sentence <laughs> in the next paragraph. Like it would, it, no one double checked this before they put this in the movie at all. I mean, it actually is this is what it says. There's like Caitlin Westfield, a college student home for summer break from, from a prestigious university in the state of new paragraph, Ohio went missing July 22nd period. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a, uh, that's a little weird. First of all, they can't even put it in a real college. Like you could get sued if you put in like prestigious Ak- Akron college yeah. or Ohio state or something. Right. Like, I don't think there's many prestigious colleges in Ohio. It's not like the, the Ivy league is Dude, there. Do not say that to any Ohio listeners. Uh, Those people right. oh, are oh, ravenous. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so we're so as fucking, uh, you know, uh, fucking, Boomer Sooner and Grow Titan. People, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. People love their today. colleges. Yeah, and it's not even the first time they do it. It says authorities moved the case from a possible runaway scenario up to a missing new paragraph person's investigation <laughs> today, period. Local police, dot, dot, dot. And it goes on. So it's like they've totally fucked this up. Yeah. Um, so she hears the sound of a door slam and she goes to investigate and we see a red ball like bounce down the stairs. And she picks it up. She turns around to see the boy whose name's Ricky. Dressed in a clown costume, standing behind her. So very again, reminiscent. Again, again very Halloween esque. Incredibly so. I mean, it's the same kind of looking clown outfit too. I mean, not the exact. Same, not the exact same. And re- my, he doesn't have the sh- mask. He's not wearing the clown mask. Right, right. But Halloween it's enough part. that you're just yeah. like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, we have Strode, and now we have Jesus. the kid in yeah. a clown suit. Like, mm-hmm. it's exactly. I'm glad you picked up on that too. Oh, totally. I mean, if you're a fan of horror, you're gonna be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Ricky just takes off, runs past her up the stairs and the stairs checks the bedroom. The sister is named Megan. She's in bed sleeping, but Ricky is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So she starts looking around the house for Ricky. And, um, by the way, this house is covered in just like clown shit, like just clown so decorations, clown everywhere. knickknacks everywhere. Yeah. So, like, like little, little porcelain minich- dolls, little miniaturines, porcelain dolls, maybe like a picture on the wall or yeah, something the, like that. The, so, the, even the kids' bed sheets were clown, clown sheets. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's clown dolls, you know. Uh, so she hears laughter now and continues to search the house. Uh, she comes to this closed door. She slowly opens it, and right as she does, an arm welding a meat cleaver flies in the frame. Chopping her in the midsection. Now, but judging by where this arm comes from, the killer would have been right next to her yeah. in this brightly lit hallway, just not the dark room she just opened up. Ninja slide on over. Yeah, yeah it was, like, it was kind of like, huh? Yeah. Like, how do you not see a person with a meat cleaver, like, less than a foot away from you? Like, unless you have, in like, a, In abs- a brightly lit hallway. Yeah. She must have, like, zero peripheral vision thing. Yeah. I mean, just, it's just bullshit. Um, so, now, anyway, we roll the opening credits. And... Opening credits are like spooky clown stuff yeah, it's, and it's weird spooky. lighting and they're not bad. bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not but bad. It's, that's, that's what it's it what is. It is. Yeah. Um, so after credits, we jump 15 years from the night the babysitter was murdered, and we're at Stanley's diner where you meet two coworkers slash friends or whatever, Dylan and Billy. They're eating. Dylan's covered in dirt, and actually, like everyone in this diner is just covered in dirt for it's, some reason. It's everybody's dirty in this diner. It's like the diner from, or it's like the bar from um, Charlie's Farm. Remember the coal miner character yeah, who's just like just covered in dirt. dirt. <laughs> People look like they just been rolling around in the shit outside. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. I mean, I get it's small town, but not small town. People are just covered in dirt. dirt and yeah, crap. <laughs> Jesus. Give him a break. Yeah, that's a great point. So in comes this group of four college friends on the road, on the way to Columbus for some concert. So they're going to Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. 
So we have Mike, Sarah, Brad, and Jill. Those are our four new main characters. Uh, Brad and Sarah dating. Uh, Brad's bought a ring to propose to Sarah, which he shows Mike while they're pissing in the bathroom, where we also learned Mike and Jill have been dating, but only for eight months, uh, and Brad and Sarah have been together for two years. So that's the background information you, you get here. Um, Jill asked the wages for directions back to the uh, best highway to get them to Columbus. Uh, turns out Southern Ohio is a black hole for cell service, apparently, because <laughs> which in 2016 is like, what? Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's, that's this is like a, Death Valley or the middle of the desert. It's such a stretch. I mean, yeah. you're, you're in Southern Ohio. Ohio is also one of, like a very populated state. Yeah. I mean, right now the elections are going on. All people talk about is Ohio, 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 Ohio. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously it's got major cities. It's got infrastructure. It's not a black hole. Yeah, it, 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 that's bullshit too. I was like, come on. I mean, it's rural. It has rural I, yeah, areas. Everybody I has get rural it, areas. Fuck but, I mean, me. Fuck, even the Ozarks, you can get yeah. you can, uh, uh, cell reception, and that's I don't know. It's ridiculous. So some townie interrupts and saying that they. He can get in there quicker and gives him some directions. Brad steps up to Townie after catching the Townie, like, staring yeah, townie, at Sarah's tits. Townie just all of a sudden, like, loses all focus and looks at Cleavage, just can't take his yeah, eyes off. Yeah, it's like... It's, it's so, like he's mesmerized. And it's know. not even that... Yeah, wah, it's wah, just... Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> like tractor beam, like, hypnotoad <laughs> from Futurama or something just like that. Just little beam shooting out of her tits <laughs> into, her, into his eyes. <laughs> he can't. He's locked in. <laughs> <laughs> that's no moon <laughs> so anyway so the sheriff the local sheriff enters breaks it up before it can escalate dirty townie leaves sheriff tells him another way to get to columbus it's faster because it'll take him through some small towns but it'll bypass off construction on the major highways but the turnoff is easy to miss so they're like all right cool let's do that and so <laughs> let's try driving through a whole bunch of small towns yeah, yay, yay. Eh. and uh <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what happens, and we cut to the dirty boob oogling townie <laughs> walking alone down some railroad tracks, just thinking about them titties, just thinking about lost in the titties, <laughs> as he walks past this a support com uh, for like the overpass or above bridge, a hand welding a crowbar flies out, the curved part of the crowbar punctures the townie's neck. And he's just yanked out of frame behind the the uh, uh, column. Not bad effects. Not bad. No. Um, now, go back to the four friends driving down the back roads of Southern Ohio. Cue driving montage, which you always get in these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess they uh, probably shelled out a few bucks for, uh, I guess, a drone because they had some nice above shots going by. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they yeah. did. And it's like you can't really get stock footage of that. No. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was very specific. You yeah. Know? Same automobile and everything. Um, so Jill now notices that her phone is missing. She freaks out. She thinks she left it at the diner, and her credit card and her ID is, like, in the phone case or, you know, with it and all that. So they pull over to, like, to figure out what do we do. Uh, basically what happens is Sarah calls Jill's phone. Some strange man answers. She tells him that it's his friends, her friends, that she lost her phone. And the man wants to know where they are so that uh, – so they, they just go ahead and tell him. Like, this is, like, the worst thing. Like, where are you? <laughs> he's, 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 Who are you? Where are you? He's being why, why do you want to know? Super creepy. Yeah. Where are you? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're right here. <laughs> <laughs> we're telling you exactly. <laughs> here, why don't I just drop a pin for you? Yeah. Bing. You know, <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh, we're on Route 37. And the mentor's like, hey, okay, we'll meet at the corner of 5th and Main and the next small town they run into. Now, just because I was bored at the time, I had nothing else to do with I looked. I did some research on this. Side note on Route 37, 
There is a Route 37 in Ohio, but it is not in southern Ohio. It's in mid to northern Ohio. Mm. So Route 37 is northeast of Columbus. So there's no way they would be on this road if they're supposed to be in southern Ohio. At all. Fact checked. So unless the riders think everything south of Cleveland is southern Ohio, just like the douches up in Chicago consider everything south of Chicago is southern <laughs> Illinois, this doesn't, play, this doesn't play. It doesn't work. So anyway, they're... They, they drive to the next town they, and to meet up this with this mystery man to get the phone back. And now, again, they enter the town named called Clinton. They pass on it says Clinton, Ohio. Clinton, Ohio. Did you look up Clinton, Ohio? I, of course I looked up Clinton, Ohio. Sweet. Which, once again, throws all sense of direction and location out the window because the real Clinton, Ohio is way up north. Like, way just, <laughs> it's basically just south of, like, Akron, Ohio, which is in northeastern Ohio up by Cleveland for anybody who doesn't know, you know, all that. And how, however, Clinton is a very small town, and as of the 2010 census, had a population of only 1,214 people. It's a pretty small town. Pretty small town. So anyway, they drive through the empty streets and arrive at a designated meeting place. They all notice that none, like none of them again, have cell phone service. Like, oh, so yeah, 2016, if, but this little this town. Every carrier. I mean, I'm just assuming they have you know different AT&T's, carriers, but Verizon, none of them. Yeah, none zero, of them. Everybody zero. has nothing. Yeah. So um, and and when they get into town, everyone's just kind of like, ooh, it's streets are completely empty. Mm-hmm. But it's also middle of the day. Middle of the day. Middle of the day, mind you. Yeah. Completely empty streets. No one around. I mean, but the streets are very nicely kept. Very nicely kept. It, very is, good, it is a clean town. Very good infrastructure. I mean, there's yeah. not there's like no there's not even a leaf on the street. Yeah. There's the, no the, leaves. The, the lawns are manicured. Everything looks really good. The bushes are trimmed. No trash. But no one around. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, so what? They, yeah, exactly. So what do they do? Of course, they start wandering around the empty town. So they park at the corner of Fifth and Main, where they're supposed to meet this guy, and they're like, "Huh, let's go wandering around." So yeah. they just walk in the middle of the street. Again, a nice overhead shot with the drone uh, of them walking around. Um, yeah, and the, no one's around, but they're not really mentioning this place. They, they mention it like once. They, yeah. they, they briefly kind of, glaze over, like, "Where is everybody?" And then just, around. "Oh, that's it." That would give me the fucking creeps, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. So eventually they decide to sit and wait at this gazebo, which I guess is supposed to be like the it's center of town. Pretty like close a little town to, square thing. It's pretty thing. close to where they're parked. You know, they can yeah. still see their car. Mind you again, middle of the day. Middle of the day. Time, yeah, middle of the day, but time passes and it's now night. So like they wait. pitch black. Yeah, like eight hours, I'm saying at least, probably, has passed. Or or let's, let's even it's three. Sick. You know, it's like, get no, no. Yeah, they're if you not know, gonna, gonna wait around that they're long, they're not gonna wait that long. They'd be like, long. "All right, he's not coming." Half hour tops. Because uh, Mike, Mike, the whole time is like, "We gotta get to this concert. We got, we're gonna miss this concert." I'm like, dude, it's like now 10, 11 o'clock at night. I think you've missed the concert yeah, no already. Shit. Unless you're like, mm-hmm. unless it's the next day, in which case you that's just poor travel planning because <laughs> you can. <laughs> it doesn't take a day to cross, you know, Ohio. Right. right. Um, but anyway. So and this is this is another thing I just thought of. But I'm sorry, but they made that phone call just a few miles outside of town originally. Yeah. Then they drive what a couple miles, and all of a sudden, all their cell phone services are gone. Yeah. So yeah. which is weird because they they said at the diner we don't have cell phone service, but Jill or, or Sarah had cell phone service to call the Jill's phone yep. and get the yep. and then suddenly no cell and phone. So service. the other guy obviously had the service to answer the phone. Yeah. Too. So this whole thing just doesn't play. It, it's whole. It's just wrong. The whole Everything, premise, the whole premise is wrong. Been debunked. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking wrong. 
I'm sorry, I'm saying debunked a lot because I've been watching a lot of political stuff. <laughs> Whenever a politician says something, of course, they fact check and they go, debunked or true. I, to me, I, I get that, but I, I get debunked more from, because uh, I used to watch a lot of um, Ghost Hunters on the Sci-Fi Network. So, and they're like, oh, we debunked that. That's not ghost. That's the, oh, that's a re- uh, leaky pipe or that's this. We debunked that. <laughs> so that's what I used to get debunked from. Um, so anyway, uh, so they, uh, they see a truck. So not they. We see a truck driving down a road, and inside we we are reintroduced to Dylan and Billy the, from the diner. Uh, Dylan's sitting there smoking all of Billy's weed without sharing, by the way. And they're talking about the, their boss's wife's tits and whatever. They're just driving. Uh, Billy pulls over so Dylan can pee, and as he pees, we see someone holding a crowbar standing behind the truck. Uh, they a talk. Clown. Well, I don't think at this time you see like the legs and the hand. You don't oh, well, you yeah, don't see right. anything. Right, but yeah, spoiler. You can guess. <laughs> guess by, what? Guess by the name yeah. of the movie. You can guess what it is. Um, so they talk about which way to drive, and they decide to go the same way that the others did, despite being the direction where a bunch of people have gone missing over the last like months and years. Yeah. And, but let's go that way. Yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> and they drive away, and we notice the man behind them is now gone. So back to the gazebo. Mike's getting upset that no one has shown up. Pitch black. Pitch black. They're going to miss the concert. So they decide to leave in hopes of finding a gas station, hope of making it to the concert. But now, of course, their Jeep won't start. And again, it's like they, they go over there, they open it up, and they see that all the cords have been cut. Yeah. Like it's been tampered with. It's been severed. They never walked more than, you know, half a block away from their truck. And again, mind you, there's... No one in this town. No one. Not a soul. And during the middle of the day, they just could they could easily just look down the street and see someone fucking with their hood of their car. Right. Now, then they walk back to the gazebo, which is in eye shot of the Jeep. Now, yeah, I totally agree with you. I'll play devil's advocate that maybe the person did it under the cover of, of the darkness. But still, my problem is this. Even when they check the hood and, and realize things have been cut, they barely, they're like, oh, well, we'll have to get uh. gas tomorrow. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, there's, there's, no, there's no service. Like, holy shit, somebody just sabotaged our Jeep in the middle of this abandoned town. What the fuck's going there's on? There's no sense of urgency exactly. here. Like, there's like, huh. And again, the acting's pretty piss poor, too. <laughs> so across the street in a dark alley, they see a man watching them. Uh, Mike starts hollering off for help, but the man just turns, walks away. Now, the four of them head off in search of help or some phone, or just they just start wandering around again. And they walk for what seems to be, like, quite some time. Uh, and then stepping out from behind a fence is a large man, is the large man uh, from the alley, Jill sees him. And he wears overalls with no shirt, and his face is painted like a clown, and he holds a machete in one hand. And then suddenly there's this blaring car horn, and a truck swerves just in time to avoid hitting Jill. Dylan and Billy pop out of the truck, concerned, you know, for Jill, of course, who they almost just hit. Uh, Jill's freaking out, but she's more worried about the clown she saw than nearly being hit by this truck. Um, The clown's gone, nowhere to be seen. So, supposedly, Jill's the only one who saw this clown. Now, I've kind of have, I've kind of have to give the writers and the directors credit here. They're building the suspense pretty well. Yeah, uh, they really are. You kind of like you're seeing the clowns. Things are getting a little weirder. They're doing a good job of actually kind of building the suspense. So I, I kind of have to tip my cap there. Okay. Uh, yeah, just talk, yeah, give Trevor credits due. Um, so Billy, who is standing by the bed of this truck, he's checking his phone for service, which of course there is none. When suddenly the clown with the crowbar 
hits Billy with his crowbar. He, he just pops out of the bed of the truck, hits Billy over the head with the crowbar, right, right in the face, and then leaps out of the truck bed. Now, everyone cowers from I get, this pisses me off, too, because I get you're stunned, you're shocked, like, what the fuck? But, and of course, this clown might look like to me like he should have been out, like something out of a clockwork orange. Did you get that? Very fit? good description. Yeah, he's got he's got the he's got uh, black slacks, white shirt, suspenders. Spenders. So he's kind of got the black and he's got black and white face. He's paint. more like mime face paint. Than yeah, yeah, def- definitely very mime. But um, and he's got black hair. Black hair. Like he and... just to me it just looks like that he should be drinking milk at, at yeah. soccer. <laughs> he's very mimey. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now. This is what it, uh, it, it angers me. Um, he's again. He smashes Billy in the face again with the crowbar after he pops out. Old Billy's getting fucked yeah. up. But everyone else is cowering from him, and like I know they're scared and they're startled. But right at this point, it's five against one. They could charge him and would easily overtake him with sheer numbers alone. Like I would think that's what. Like holy shit! You just attacked my best friend or a friend of mine. There's five of us. One of you. Let's get this right, motherfucker. Right, right. And I mean, these are these are fit guys too. Yeah, they're you not. Know? They're, yeah, Mike's a big. Mike's guy. a big beefy guy. Then Brett and the other uh, what was Brett his name? is Dylan. probably the smallest of the but Dylan yeah. is certainly Good a big son. enough. He's a pretty muscular guy. And yeah. he's dirty, so he's he's a he's blue dirty. Collar. Yeah, he's, he's dirty. He's a blue collar man. So <laughs> he's, he's, he's you know he's down rolling around. <laughs> uh, so I just like it pisses me off. So I'm like. They waste so much time cowering from this guy that another clown shows up. This one looks like an old man. He's got like long, scraggly gray hair, and he carries a baseball bat. He's real skinny, real skinny. And so like, this is yeah. your uh, very Otis esque looking from Devil's Rejects. You know, again that same kind of look, which I just don't like. Okay. I just don't <clears throat> like it. But that's kind of what he looks like. So old man clown or bat clown, whatever you want to call him, bat Stop, clown, bat clown. He stomps on the back of Billy's head grinds Billy's face into the pavement with his foot and then begins pouring gasoline on Billy while, again, others just stand there watching. Quivering. At this point, he quivering, and still no one tries to help Billy. And at some point, it's it's five on two now. Mm -hmm. You still have the number advantage, and you're just watching these two guys destroy this guy's friend and, like, do nothing about it. And they don't have guns or knives. I mean, yeah, they got bats and crowbar, but still, it's, it's like you can charge at him at least get him to put up a stand so they can leave their friend alone yeah you, you know, and it's something. Like, again in sheer numbers you like you said one of you might get hit but your next person is gonna get him i mean it's somebody you they do nothing to help this yeah. guy so back clown then pulls out a dirty white rag lights it in a fire and just drops it on billy who goes up in flames so now the clown the overalls and the machete he shows up and the group takes off running from the, now the three clowns. Now you got bad odds. Now, yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> and the clowns just like start stalking after them. Now they come to this the the the, the kids the group college guys they come across this old rundown school bus like in the middle of a field. Yeah, they're, they're like, hey, <laughs> let's hide in there. <laughs> you're running away. They're still basically with an eye shot. I'm yeah, guessing, I mean, you know? just, and they, at least that's what it make they make it look in the way it's edited. They, they don't look like yeah. they're that far ahead. I mean, it's just. Come on, I mean, they hide, then they jump into the old bus, abandoned bus. Yeah. And, and they just kind of hunker down and, you yeah, know, stay quiet. Yeah, I mean, the bus is gone. I mean, there's no seats or anything. It's just a shell. And so, again, they, after a few minutes of what's supposed to be, like, suspenseful scene, of which the clown, the overalls, is, like, looking around the bus and through the windows. He's and, looking, yeah. This and, is why all the jobs are leaving Ohio. <laughs> Is because no one's putting in the fucking work. He looks. If that son of a bitch just would have looked inside, 
Yeah. Like opened the door and walked Wasn't in. The and door looked. that was not even there. There wasn't just, even a door on the just, bus. Just, it was just walk in yeah. and look in, just glance in. You'd see all your prey. Yeah. You know, but no, he just walks around the outside. Or if he, uh, yeah, if he just could look in the door or where there is no door, or if he would have walked to the other side of the bus because he's looking like the window, like uh, they're like right underneath the window. Like he's looking in, so that he's looking over them. Right. Always, yeah. If he walked to the other side of the bus or poked his head in, easily seen. Um, so, but the clown just is then shown walking and this away. Is something else he's doing while he's walking around is beating on the. He's dragging the yeah, machete. He's dragging the machete he's like, like Freddy with his nails on right. the metal. He's dragging wall the machete. He beats on it a few times, you know, and it's kind of like they do that a, a lot. lot. Yeah, bat clown. They all love oh, the drag just weapon. dragging the, the crowbar guy. The machete. They all drag they all their shit. They all whack on stuff, and it's like okay, yeah, all right. Um, Dylan's like. All right, we're getting the fuck out of here. And Mike's like, yeah, we have to leave this bus and try. So they eventually they do. They try to sneak away. And at this point, I'm guessing they're in some kind of weird junkyard. Uh, but again, I'm thinking maybe it's like that the, all the vehicles that belong to the missing people and the other victims that just kind of gathered. It's dark. And it's hard some, to tell. And again, if, something about this movie, too, the lighting's really bad. It's really dark throughout well, most again, of the movie. Well, again, you watch. I didn't have the issue because maybe I've been your video quality. Very well could have been because it's to like. To me, it was, the lighting issue wasn't that bad. Yes, it's dark because it takes place at night, but it yeah. wasn't like so dark I couldn't see, make things out. I had some difficulties. Then, maybe it's just because I had a shitty. It could have been that. Um, like, like I said, I have no proof of this. It's just my guess based on, like, other horror movies that we've seen this kind of, same kind of premise where people come in and you see all these cars. Uh, or it could just be the town's junkyard. junkyard. Yeah. Who knows? Um, so they make a break for his RV, but Jill, who's in the rear, she gets grabbed and carried away by without anyone noticing until they reach the RV they're running for. At which point, they Mike, like, runs back to look for Jill. And all they find is Jill's bracelets on the ground. And they see the crowbar clown looking at them from across the field. So, okay. It's not Crowbar Clown that grabbed her. Right. It's not uh, – who? which one was it? I mean, these yeah, guys are he, so stealthy. and They're ninjas. And the guy in the overalls is not a small man. By no, he's a, he's a big, he's big, big beefy, yeah. fat – he's like fat muscle, you know, yeah. like almost sumo-esque. Yes. Um, so, again, they run and hide for one of the RVs. And now we get we get to pretty much the exact same scene from the bus, only this time they're in an RV. Yeah, it's it's, and it's, it's the exact bat, same thing. Like he said, clown is a bat clown lurking and around. And he's dragging his bat across. And and he starts beating, beating, on, the beating the RV. on it. Yeah. And but this time the the bat clown smashes out one of the windows, shattering it, causing this causes Sarah to scream. Uh, now the clowns kind of surround the RV and start beating on it with their weapons, shattering all the windows. And then this old man just appears. He, I, he reaches through a window, grabs Brad on the shoulder, says, follow me, come, yeah, this, come with this me. This old fucking this old comes man. out of nowhere. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they basically climb out a window the opposite side of the RV that the clowns are off, which, again, is kind of bullshit. Like, if you're the clowns, you know they're in there. Why would there's like at least three of you? You could surround that thing and say, why would all three of you be on one side? And you can't stop beating on it long oh, enough no. to be like, oh shit, there they go. And there's not like one person. <laughs> there's like five people, and they're all slowly yeah, getting out yeah, of this tiny out of window. <laughs> it's a small window that yeah. like Mike barely gets out of it because he's yes. kind of big. It's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, and there's like the clowns, like don't even. Yeah, it's like what. Just Come again, on. right there, guys. Right there. <laughs> right there. They're like right. th- four hey. steps away. Go right. Th- no, no, no. <laughs> Nobody. He's, he's gonna keep beating on the. All right. All right. Fuck that RV up. All right, guys. Whatever. I know. I 
thought this. Oh God, I thought the same thing. So this old man leads him to like his hiding place, his slash lair, and it's in, like in a warehouse. It's an old abandoned warehouse, and he introduces himself as Frank, and he tells him that he has no car, no phone, and he gets he gets a little worked up when they say they want to call the cops. He's like no cops, no cops, and like so he's like insisting on no cops, which is a little weird. And he's like, you know, then he's like, sit down. Here's some canned here's some beans, beans, beans in a can. So we fade out and we fade in on Jill, who's tied up to a post. She's screaming, oh, crying. God. And now a female clown pops up next to Jill and tells her that she's going to make her pretty. And that's that's the scene. And Jill. Oh, I get it. You're scared. Oh, thank you for kind of saying this. I, I was fucking hell. Does she just scream and whine and cry? I mean, it's just constant yeah. and it's loud and she just never changes it up she doesn't try to reason or talk or think or be smart she just <laughs> and it's going on and on and on she's not being tortured she's not being hurt no, she's, just she's just tied up tied up good god i i'm glad i'm glad you felt the same way because i was like oh i got so tired it's it wears on you really fast yeah um so we we jump back to the warehouse the group is just sitting around now they're just sitting there Brad finds a picture on the wall of Frank and his family. And Frank tells him that was take that was from a long time ago. When asked what happened, Frank just says clowns. And this Yeah. <laughs> and now he goes into uh, a storytelling mode. And this is where you think you're gonna find out about the clowns. Right. Because he said that it's a perfect lead in. So what happened? Clowns. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. There's a bunch of fucking assholes dressed as clowns trying to kill us. Tell us more. Nope. He goes into how the town used to be a train hub years ago before the big wreck. And after that, there wasn't much uh, much to the town. Jobs left. People left. And those who did stay just kept to themselves. And some girls went missing. And between the wreck and the missing girls, people got spooked. So, and then he, then he just kind of skips because he, he's talking about that. And then he just jumps to a line that says the clowns are like a pack of dogs. So he doesn't yeah, even like introduce he doesn't, it. he's like, oh people got spooked. The clowns are a pack of dogs. Like wait whoa, whoa, where's the connection? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, you get a bad wreck. Town starts jobs start leaving. When do the clowns come in? Yeah, it doesn't say no, when the clowns they don't. come in. They just, don't. They just he just kinda says they're here. They're here. No, that did that. That just doesn't happen. That's kind of a major point. Like you would think to say, small towns are going down and clowns are popping up, like fucking viruses. What is happening? And he's like, people used to whisper about them, but never openly talk about the clowns. And then through the years, more people, more and more people went missing. No one was ever caught, and the missing people were never found. Blah blah blah. Is that when it goes into that montage of people getting? Nah, not yet. That okay. that that's later. But yeah. Oh wait, I take that. No, you're right. Yeah, Franco. Now we go into flash, an actual flashback, and seeing the t- townspeople slowly starting getting picked off, like a, yeah. in the town, and it's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one's my favorite: the the black guy or the girl sunbathing in the middle of the park. Yeah. <laughs> so they're showing this montage of pe- like the clowns coming in and taking over the town. The town's still kind of a nice place. Yeah. There's there's one where this this heavy set black guy is going after his dog who just ran. I was like, son of a bitch, dumb dog, motherfucker! You know? <laughs> I'm like, damn man, calm down. He's like really pissed off. I feel bad for this dog, but then he finds the dog. He's like, hey baby, how you doing? I'm like, uh, you were just about to kill this dog. Now you're happy to see it. He's like, what you looking at? The dog. 
I don't know, I think the dog was the best actor in the whole movie. Because <laughs> the dog's the look on the dog's face is fucking priceless. Yeah, he's like, like, what oh. the fuck? There's a clown, oh god. <laughs> best act Oscar goes to the clown to the dog. <laughs> so the black guy gets grabbed from behind and pulled off screen. Yeah, uh, plastic bag over the head. Yeah, plastic bag over the head, pulled off screen. Then they cut to a w- beautiful woman yeah. in the middle of a park. In the middle of a park. No yeah. one around her at all, like sunbathing, and she's got her own like shaker and martini yeah. glass. Yeah, in the middle of like, a park, and she's in her bikini <laughs> with a martini glass and her shaker. I'm like- sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If this... She was a dime piece, all right? She was, if she's in small buttfuck town, Ohio, in the middle of nowhere, no one's going to be leaving that woman alone. No. No. She's not going to be by she herself. She would be the talk of the town. She would be like the end all be all of oh, yeah. that town. Oh, yeah. She'd be Miss Clinton, Ohio, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Ta- Miss Southern Ohio. Or Miss, yeah. Miss Corn Festival, or something like Miss Corn. You know, whatever. Buckeye. Whatever. Buckeye Festival. Yeah, some crap yeah. like that. So, so she's sitting there sunbathing. She's got her eyes closed, and up comes Crowbar Clown, and you see him smashing down. Yeah, he smashes her face yeah, in or something so, like that. Yeah, and, and, and you get one other guy, which is stupid. Yeah, but, and some guy in a suit gets attacked in his car. It but the black dude and the, the, like, those two, those are my favorite. <laughs> That's, like, probably one of my favorite parts of the movie, yeah. honestly. <laughs> so now, after that, we jump back to the present. Um, and... Oh no! Frank does say like people that live here are still in denial. They lock their clo- doors at night. They uh, they stay inside, and the clowns own the town now. So yeah, they so stay- apparently there's still people in this town who are like haven't left. Like even though there's murdering clowns taking over your streets, like oh, I'll just I guess I'll just stay eh, here. Yeah, you know. I don't want to really pack up. I'm moving I mean, such a bitch. <laughs> hey, I just moved, man. I might have to like seriously debate it myself. Like, oh god, that move was a bitch. Oh god. So yeah, and they also said it. It's at night, at yeah. night, at night. But that montage they just showed, all those fucks were killed during the day. day. Yeah, broad daylight. All of them were killed right in the middle of the day. It's like, ah, oh, come on, guys, get it right. So yeah, back to president. Dylan says he's heard rumors of the clowns in this town, but thought it was bullshit to scare people. And that all starts with one crazy messed up family. And Frank's about to tell him where he thinks Jill might be, but it's cut off by this loud banging sound. He tells them they need to leave now, and so they try to sneak out with Frank leading them through the warehouse. And after a bit, we see the clown with the bat following them through the building, like a good distance by, but he's fine. He's obviously following them. Did you get kind of a fun house feel with the way the lighting was done? Nah. Yeah, I like mean, yeah, I know walls, one point there was red, the, the red like emergency the light. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, the, again, I didn't That's really you get didn't that. pick up on that. I thought I saw maybe the, the red light was like okay, you know, one of those the exit signs glowing, and then like the blue was just maybe like the moonlight coming, like a blue tint. You know, like yeah. I don't know, I didn't pick up on it. Okay, um, I, I, thought, I, I haven't thought myself I, I might be reaching here, but yeah. I, I could see though. I but I just I didn't even, I didn't think enough about it. Um, so they come to a stop, and Dylan says he can't hear the clowns anymore. And with that, he gets grabbed and pulled into a side room. The door slamming closed Again, and locking behind him. Ninja style, just yeah. Doof, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, bitch. You know. <laughs> and so Mike and Brad try to break the door open. They have no luck. Inside, Dylan's confronted by the clown with the crowbar. So Clockwork Orange clown. And Dylan throws some punches at the clown, who the clown just easily dodges, just, like he's fucking Neo like in the he's Matrix, Anderson Silver or yeah, something, like, you know. <laughs> And, and he's got his arms completely down, and yeah. Dylan's like in a boxing stance, throwing punches, and he's, hmm? 
Mm-hmm. Just dodging out of the way. And yeah, come on. Yeah, I, I agree. I was like, that's a bit much. Uh, and then just one super quick fluid motion. The clown swings the crowbar at Dylan. The curved end of the crowbar hooks through Dylan's cheek like a fish hook. And the clown gives the crowbar a quick downward yank and rips it through his face. Like, mm-hmm. just rips his cheek open. And he then stabs the crowbar through Dylan's stomach. Dylan falls to the ground, dead. How sharp is this crowbar? I mean, I get so cross they have like the the, they have the prongs, the prongs the teeth, or the teeth, and they could probably puncture. But I don't know if they. Can I think I'm yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm like okay, straight edge. If you did, I, I'm thinking okay. I've seen worse things to question than that. So I'm, I let okay. I let All that right. slide. But I I I, I did kind of question mm-hmm. at first. I'm like, eh, but I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, the clown with the bat now, he appears to the others outside, scaring them away from the door. The group gets split up as they run in different directions. So, we have Brad and Sarah go one way while Frank leads Mike in another direction. Frank hurts his knee somehow running, and they duck into a bathroom to hide in a stall. And the clown with the bat enters the bathroom begins kicking open each stall door. And then the movie shows Frank and Mike exiting the bathroom, I guess, with some secret door they found in the Thank stall. Thank you. Like, how, what? Thank you. I was, I was like, did I miss something? Did I just look away for a split second and see him sneak out or something? But no, he starts kicking down the stall doors, and they're gone. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, how? Yeah, unless by some chance. And it's like not a, a big bathroom. No. It's not like a really big bathroom and where like, he might, I, you know. Yeah, it's, this it's, it's like three stalls. Typical, like, Community. Yeah, there's like three stalls. It's like any other like bathroom you see, like a, a high school hallway or right. something. They have one door. They don't have two ways in and out of these bathrooms. Like maybe it does. Maybe it's supposed to, but it's a small bathroom. In logical state, it has one door in and out. Like it, I agree, it's like they just made some secret door in the stall, and they hit. I don't know. It, it was fucking. It's bullshit. And again, another thing. Numbers again. Two against one. Two against one. He's Although Frank bat. has a bad knee. No. But still, Jesus, Mike, Frank, just you could sit still, on him or something. Mike could still get the jump on. Like, they could, like, ambush. Like, they could honestly put Frank, like, you know, like, cowering in the corner, mm-hmm. and then the back guy come up and Mike jump from behind. I like how we're all strategic about this. Like, we were like, oh, we'd do this. We'd yeah. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> we're so cool. We would do it. I'm, yeah. No, I'm just, but I agree. It's like, when you have the numbers advantage, go on the offensive. Uh. So anyway, um, we cut to Brad and Sarah running through a very large open room, um, being fouled by Crowbar Clown, and they run upstairs and out onto the room roof, which is just fucking genius, by the way. <laughs> let, let me, why in the hell do you go run up onto the roof where you know you're going to get stranded and stuck? <sighs> <laughs> It's in our theme song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Running upstairs instead of out the door. It is you in know? our theme song. <laughs> That's why it's in the theme song. <laughs> anyway, so Crowbar, Crowbar fouls him up the roof, of course, where Brad and Sarah try to hide. And, like, the worst hiding spots. Like, Brad hides under, like, this raised, like, metal catwalk, which is, like, about a foot off the ground, which I get that one, but you're fucked if he sees you. Yeah. And then Sarah tries to hide, basically an open door like i'm just gonna hide by like a door frame there's a couple <laughs> moments in this movie where the hiding is laughable <laughs> like okay one hiding in a stall with only three stalls in it but yeah. somehow they escaped yeah, exactly hiding under like, hiding in an open doorway brilliant it's like, yeah, no, the door, it's like basically you open the door and you like you hide behind 
the wall and the door. Like a kid would do this, like hiding in their bedroom or something like that. It's the worst. And but somehow <laughs> they don't see it. The clown doesn't see it first, and Brad. Because uh, Sarah starts moving away from their hiding spot behind the door, but then she gets caught, dragged away. Brad manages to somehow squeeze out from his tiny like, little yeah. little itty-bitty area, rushes the clown, tackles him to the ground. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's like, that's all he had to do in the first place. Exactly. Little ground and pound. Punches him several times in the cl- before the clown gains the upper now, hand. Like, the punching was so bad. <laughs> I mean, it was like, punch! Uh, Punch! It's like you're fighting for your life here. You know, you're, you're in, a, in a struggle of life and death. You're gonna be a, bah! you know, you're gonna be mauling this guy's face. I would think instead of like punch. Okay, what? Uh, 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 punch. punch! Come on. Yeah, but which your advice would be better because the clown does get the upper hand, gets uh, and he ends up pinning, shakes him off, shakes him off, and then pins Brad against like the ledge overlook, you know, over the roof. And he's trying to like push him over the ledge, strangling him, pushing him. And that's when Sarah comes up from behind the clown, hits him over the head with his own crowbar. And at this point, Brad then starts just kicking the shell, like like just kicking him over and over while he's down, yelling at him to get up, get up. And he takes the crowbar from Sarah and goes just ape shit on the clown, and yeah. he just bashes this clown's head in. Just and and look at that, look what happened. Two on one, one. And, look, you, and, exactly. and you win, yeah, and you win. Point <laughs> point set match, yeah. Like, like, come on, Jesus. So at this point, Frank and Mike rejoin because, yeah, they just happen to know they're up on the roof. Like, <laughs> that means the, both the, all four of these people are idiots. Let's like, go upstairs. To the roof. Yeah, like we just escaped the guy with the bat. Let's run outside or get some reception. They too decided to go to the roof. Uh, they might have heard him screaming because he was screaming quite a bit when he was smashing his head and he was, <laughs> he was doing that. Uh, so maybe, maybe I could get that. I don't know. You're at least one to two stories below. Inside a building, I don't know if you'd hear somebody howling. Yeah, he was maybe. pretty intense, and the town's quiet, so maybe I can get, I can give all him right, that. Right. But one thing, when he's beating the shit out of the crowbar clown, he's like, "Get up, get up!" Now this is an opportunity, also maybe to you know kind of subdue him, get some information out of him, find out where Jill is. Yeah, but and he's saying "get up," and I'm thinking, okay, that's probably what he's gonna do. He's kind of like just like he's trying to you know stay on top of him, but talk to him and then he just goes ape shit he goes truly ape and just bashes the skull into pudding dude i mean it's seriously like yeah it's like the monkeys from 2000 yeah like space yeah, yeah. with a <laughs> bone or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> or again yeah, the remake of plan of the apes just something like yeah it's so they waste him yeah so yeah frank and uh, mike join back up they find jill's phone on the mime clown and then brad says oh this clown was at the diner. I saw this tattoo before. And they show a flashback, a flashback where the, the clown was the bus boy the bus work, boys, working yeah. at the diner. Which I kind of liked. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah they can't bring yeah. it back together. Yeah. Uh, well, clown's got to eat too, man. Yeah, clown's got to <laughs> eat. Clown's got to eat. Uh, <laughs> you can't get by on, uh, you know. They got to um, get money for that face paint somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you, there's not a lot of money in balloon animals, you know. <laughs> Especially when the town's, you know. Right, the bank, right. You Especially when you're killing, killing the town. <laughs> Um, Frank tells him that he can't continue on with him because of his knee and that he'd only slow him down. So it's like, plus, this is my home. This is my home. I got to stay. <laughs> really? hey, but here's where you can say, yeah. Like, <laughs> this is where you use your opportunity, really, you Frank. Need to stay here. This is your opportunity. Uh, I was like, uh, he's like, here's where you can probably find Jill. Like, this would be, you know, where I would look. So on cue, we cut back to Jill, who's still crying and screaming, oh. tied to the post. Oh, just constant. Yeah. The female clown leaps back into frame and begins, like, painting Jill's face like a clown. 
And while she's painting Jill's face, the girl clown mentions that she loves ponies, that they're her favorite. So now more pieces coming together that this is the little girl from the opening of the movie all grown up. Um, we go back to Brad, Mike, and Sarah running through town. They get back to Billy's truck, drive off to the location that Frank gave them. Along the back dirt road, they come across someone staggering down the middle of the road. Uh, Brad hops out to chuck the man. Turns out it's Frank who has been stabbed in the stomach with a large knife. Like How a the knife. fuck did he get all the way out there? Thank you. Thank you. God damn it. You know, they run, they get into the truck, and they're driving, driving away. away. And but, then all of a sudden, they come across Frank. Who, who's an old man, like in his 70s, and he's supposed to have a bad knee now, but he somehow outran a truck and got stabbed. And, and, and the three and, young people. And three young people. You know, I mean, he ran out, outran three young people who've gotten into a truck and now driving. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got stab wounds and fucking bad knees. And... God <sighs> damn it. <laughs> I totally agree. Like, I was like, fuck this. Man. this no. No, 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 no. Um, so while Brad is trying to help Frank, another clown, a new one we haven't seen before, attacks Sarah in the truck, tries to pour out of the cab, and at this point, Bat Clown and Machete Clown emerge from the darkness. Uh, Mike punches the new clown in the face that's going after Sarah. Brad yells out, I'll, I'll find you guys, and he just takes off running into the open darkness Heading for the woods. Well, Bat Clown is closing in. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, and Bat Clown gives chase. So, again... They're driving mm-hmm. in a car far away from they're, they're, they you kind of get the, the sense that they're going at a pretty good clip down the street. Yeah. They stop to check on Frank, sure. And then these fucking guys appear all out of nowhere again. Just boop. They're yeah. there. I, I have major problems with this stuff, too. Like the, the I, what do you want to call it, the teleportation? Or, right. Just, just right. how people are getting mm-hmm. around. Like it's just, they're not Jason, they're not supernatural. They're just fucking. Psychos. Assholes with face paint. Yeah, it's like I totally had problems with that. Um so uh Brad yeah, he he's he's running through the woods, he exits the wood, and he's shown running past the mailbox with the with the name Strode on. So we're back to the Strode house again. And he notices that one of the homes has lights on, so he knocks on the door, begging for help. He enters the house, uh, the Strode house, to find an old woman in a rocking chair. He begs her for help and he tells her about the killings. She just snaps at him and yells at him for being out this late at night because it's dangerous to play outside this late at night. He asks her for a car. She's like, no, I don't have a car. And, man, his acting is so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. I was driving over here, and while I was driving, I was just listening to the movie again on my phone. And it just, it's it's like she's kind of, you can tell she's acting. She's trying to create the scene, and he's just fucking reading <laughs> off a card. He's like, oh, it's, she's like, my son will be back. He'll help you. Oh, your son? That's great. So, when will he be back? Yeah. You know, it's like, that, Jesus. Yeah, it, thank you for bringing up the son, because she goes, like, my son brings me everything I need. Uh, like you sh- And she's like, you should stay here with me, because my son will be here soon. Uh, your son? That's great. Can I have a car? <laughs> <laughs> so, we crossfade now to Mike and Sarah running through a park. Uh, they stop to catch their breath at the playground. They argue over what to do. It's pointless. Nothing happened. And we go right back to Brad talking to the old woman about missing, about the missing girls from Frank's story. And the woman says that the story has it that the girls were sticking their noses in where they don't belong. And then she rambles on about how a mom has to protect her son and how son needs to protect her mama and blah, blah, blah. Uh, at this point, uh, I'd be, if I was Brad or what, I, this point, I'd be long gone from this house. I'd be like, this right, woman's fuck fucking you, crazy. See ya. Or, or either I would just, or just kill her. Just like she put her, she's crazy because 
You got You're me. just gonna kill this lady sitting around. Well, think about it. She's, okay, you've been the only people you've seen in town are these crazy clowns and and Frank. Mm-hmm. And she says, My son will be here soon. He brings you can almost ima- just put the piece together. Okay, she's some she knows well, he what's does. going on. He even but says I'm it. just saying exactly. So you might as well kill her because if even if he leaves and the son comes home soon, she's like, Oh yeah, he was he went that way, or he was like, kill the bitch. And well, she's not like a threat. This is like a moral thing. I mean, she's just chilling in her chair. She's not attacking him or hurting him. Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying because it's a movie. But... At this point, it's survival of the fist, and you do what you got to do to survive. All right, man. And sorry, that... Grandma, you're dead. Sorry, I, I, I'm like no, because you're gonna if you're related to these clowns, then you have something to do with this. You're involved, or you're just complicit and compliant. Fuck you. I'm out. I'm killing you. I'm taking off. Like Charles Manson. Never committed murder is what was charged with charge yeah, seven exactly, murders. Exactly. Yeah, okay. she, she let it all happen. Uh, so, um, so Brad now he notices that one of the pictures she has framed is the exact same family picture that Frank had. So now this is where Brad puts it together and says, "Frank's your husband," which she replies, "If still uh, replies still if the law has anything to say about." It. Yeah, he's still my but so yeah. Um, now, Brad accuses her son of being one of the clowns, which, there we yeah, go. Your son was one of the that clowns. He ki- he and he's killed all those missing girls. And again, she snaps at him again, saying, don't you talk about little Ricky. It wasn't his fault what happened. Cue flashback number two, where we see the babysitter getting killed. The girl in the hallway. The girl the in the hallway. The movie. Getting killed while little Ricky and Megan watch and laugh as blood splatters on their faces. The camera reveals... To show the mother holding the meat cleaver, walking away from the babysitter. Hacking up the so babysitter. So she deserves yeah. to die, too. She did kill the babysitter. All right, you got See? me. You got me. So we go back to the present, which I don't understand. I don't get, like, I do not get the logic behind why the mom snapped and kills the babysitter. So the mom is the killer from the past. Like, the disappearing girls, it's the mom, apparently. The mom killed a babysitter. I... Mom killed another babysitter. Why is she hiring a babysitter if she's there with her kids? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, why is she... Like, if the dad's out saying, I'm yeah, going to be and, home late, and, but the mom's there, like, why... I, and, this whole thing just loses all logic to me. Well, I mean, she could be hiding and bringing in babysitters. But the thing is, also, Frank would be coming home and like, oh, my fucking God, my wife's crazy. She's manipulating my kids. Yeah. They're crazy. Peace. I'm yeah, out. I'm taking these kids and we're yeah. leaving. Or No, but Frank, actually, he obviously does nothing. Really. He just becomes a bum. He just becomes a bum. <laughs> so everybody in this movie is just awful people. Yeah. <laughs> just shitty people. Um, so back to the present. Brad says, that's why Frank left you, because of what happened. Well, yeah, no shit. So the, <laughs> still the mother's rambling on about the mom has the strongest bonds than the father, and the mother always has to protect her son no matter what. Uh, dog barks outside as the bat clown is shown walking up to the house and entering through the front door. When the clown enters the living room, Brad's gone. And he's shown sneaking around the outside of the house as the clown kisses the mother on the head. Um, the mother slaps Slap the clown, him. calling him stupid for some reason. For, you're stupid. Damn. And saying, you don't want to disappoint mommy now, do you? Um, and again, I also want to say, I have another problem with this being, if this is supposed to be Ricky... I have major problems with this because one, yes. Ricky was a chubby kid. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. saying he can't lose weight as he gets older, but two, this clown looks like he's about fifty years old. Like he looks so old. Ricky was a chunker. Yeah. Okay. If anything, if anyone, he's going to be that that clown in the overalls with the machete. Yeah. Or yeah. or just or possibly crowbar. Crowbar. Just possibly. Because, yeah. Because we see the girl clown who's in her twenties. He's mm-hmm. in her twenties because it's fifteen years, and they're both so we're yeah. they're, so they're, they're both in their twenties, mid early to mid twenties, yeah. and the. 
and this clown is supposed to be Ricky with the long. He's like balding on top with long gray hair, stringy so hair. He looks, yeah, he's way. There's no way that would be Fit, Ricky. like just age wise and physically, just does not match yeah, up exactly. So, um, the, uh, yeah. Anyway, so the clown leaves and Brad follows him. He trails him, and we go back to Mike and Sarah running through town. <laughs> so they make it back to the to the gazebo. And they spot a garbage truck driving down the road. Well, I told you this ha- this town was in good shape. Yeah, it was. You know? so, I mean, they keep up with the, the garbage the clowns, truck. <laughs> the clowns are doing a great job of like just maintaining the town. Sure, they kill anyone that comes into it, but pristine. But they have pride. Pristine lawns, cleanliness next to godliness. That, that gazebo <laughs> looks fantastic. It doesn't look like it's been yeah pride. F- fresh paint on it. Sure, I guess. yeah. Um, so the truck comes to a stop, and Machete Clown gets out along with the clown in a top hat. That, that attacks there in the truck. Carrying an axe. Fat, yeah, fat. Fat guy. Yeah. Now, first of all, the clown in the top hat has an axe, like I said. But, again, the word clown can barely be used describing. So loose. I mean, the old, the one that really has the clown look, I guess, is Bat and Crowbar. And then there's the fat overall one. He just has his face painted like one. It, but he's wearing overalls. Yeah, I mean, he, no he's shirt. got the most clown-like painted face. He's like, he's smout, yeah. frowny clown. But this guy, he's basically just a fat guy in a red flannel shirt with a top hat. And I think maybe a, <laughs> maybe a red painted of, nose. A little like, bit of or red a little paint, bit of makeup like on. Red yeah. cheeks or something. Like there's barely anything on him. Like the makeup crew got real lazy with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah was like, hey, we need to steal that garbage truck and use it to escape. So again, before when the garbage truck pulls up and they're standing there, they're standing, I mean, they're within perfect eye shot. And it's they're standing against a white brick wall <laughs> with nothing around them, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, stop! Wait!" The clowns get off. All they have to do is look over. Just I, I didn't know if maybe they were like like they were behind. Like, no, the peek around the just, corner of it. It was just they just, it, they didn't get down or lay down. If you're you're completely exposed, yeah. but he's like, "Oh, don't move." Maybe we, what are they? Fucking T Rexes? <laughs> yeah, like, they all have to see movement. They see movement. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So uh, they sneak up to the truck, and right as Sarah's about to get into the uh, driver's seat, Mike gets grabbed and yanked from behind the truck Again, out of view. We've seen this happen now happen three ju- times. Yeah. This is ha- this is the third time. They like to go they to keep well. going back to the well of snatching people out of nowhere, dragging their weapons. Well, I guess you know if, oh. it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well. <laughs> uh, but blackout, fade in on Jill, still screaming and crying. Ugh. Next door is a body. So we're back to where Jill's being held. Yeah, we, we, she's now there's another body covered like an old sack or a sheet or something next to her, and across from her is another body sitting in a chair, also covered by a tarp or sack or something. Machete clown enters, pulls the covering off the body next to Jill to reveal Sarah, then walks over to the other body, uncovers it to reveal an unconscious Mike tied to the chair. Mike slowly comes to and sees Jill, who's suddenly gone comatose for some reason. Like, she's screaming, screaming, all of a sudden now she's Yeah, comatose. no shit. She's like, just constantly screaming, and then she's like, eh. <laughs> Like, she just pooped, like she ran out of batteries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the clown in top hat sits nearby as Mike begins yelling at him to let him go. Let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. And now for the surprise. The sheriff walks up. Hits Mike with his, like, maglite flashlight or something and orders him to shut up. Mike, and the, the hit fa- fa- uh, causes Mike to fall to the ground. Uh, so the, the sheriff from the diner is in on it. Yep. The sheriff kneels down in front of Jill and and 
and she and and she now she starts now screaming she's back again. and she's screaming again just god damn it and shut he, the fuck up yeah he orders machete clown and top hat clown to shut her up at this time bat clown walks up stands in front of Joe, and he reels his bat reels back his bat like fucking mark mcguire oh, I, I actually put pools in my <laughs> oh, notes okay like, yeah. like, like pools hitting a home run and just cracks her across the face with this thing just boom one hit kills she's dead um, Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jill, but you were fucking annoying. <laughs> uh, Sarah screams. As... Now there's a new one. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> God. Sarah screams as the sheriff says he wanted her to shut, wanted her shut up, not killed. And then how is he supposed to cover this up now? What's wrong with you guys? How are you supposed to cover this up? Apparently, you've been covering this up for quite some time. Pretty fucking well. Yeah. I don't think three more bodies <laughs> are gonna been put doing a dent in it. Pretty good job. Of yeah. This town on you've got lockdown. this down to a science now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Machete Clown picks up Joe's body, carries it off while Girl Clown skips behind him. The sheriff continues to yell at Bat Clown about killing Jill and tells the clown that he's done covering for them, that he's been doing this yeah. ever since high he's, school. I'm done covering for you clowns. Yeah. Oh, God. He calls them all little bitches. He's like, no surprise here. Bat Clown stabs the sheriff in the chest with a knife, killing him. The clown walks off out of Sarah's line of sight. Brad shows up, frees Sarah, and tells her to stay put, and then goes to help Mike. You're free. Stay here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, not, don't, not run that way. Yeah. I'll be like, just yeah. stay here. <laughs> I, I thought the same. Like, that's, that's bullshit. Uh, the clown, the girl clown now pops up next to Brad while he's trying to untie Mike. She wags like a finger around like an uh-uh-uh motion. We see back clown. Uh-uh-uh, funny child. <laughs> We see Bat Clown standing with his back turned to them in the background. Sarah hits Girl Clown over the head with like some, like a chunk of wood to something. Yeah. I don't know. Just some blunt object. Blunt object. Uh, they get Mike, who is still tied to the chair, sitting back up. So they prop him back up. But Bat Clown now is turned around and sees him. So the clown slowly begins to approach him. Very, very slowly. slowly. Very slowly. Now, this is when we all see that Mike is not only tied to the chair, but his hands have been nailed to the sides of the chair, pinning him, like, holding him down. So when you wake up and you're like, let me go, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. Uh, you I wouldn't would be, be like, ow, ow, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he doesn't even acknowledge that. <laughs> now he's first. like, oh, crap. Guess what, guys? I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot how you were nailed. I'm nailed to the chair. So, sorry. He, Mike's trying to rip his hands free as the clown gets closer. The sheriff, who's somehow still barely alive, raises his gun, shoots the clown twice in the stomach. Mike rips his hands off the chair, like just rips them out. And the clown, as the clown turns his attention to the sheriff, the sheriff shouts out, tell Aunt Myrtle to go fuck herself as the clown raises his bat above the head and just bashes the sheriff's head in with it. So this clown <clears throat> took two slugs to the stomach exactly. at a very close range. Yes. And he didn't flinch. Didn't flinch. Didn't even like flinch. He just—it's—it's it's like he was a mortal or something. Exactly. Like now, Michael Myers, when he got shot, he reeled and like, oh, you know, yeah, like, flinched like there's a little. Yeah, he would move. Like, eh. It's like nothing happened. Yeah, and he's a skinny old man clown. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll make it. We'll bring another more my reference. It's like uh, for those of you who are watching the new Luke Cage on Netflix, he's like just bounce, bounce, don't bounce off, but have no effect on this clown it was whatsoever. Nothing. Yeah. And uh, so apparently this guy's their cousins or something, obviously. And yeah, who knows? Um, so um, Brad, Sarah and Mike run off as Top Hat 
and Machete Clown re-enter the picture. Uh, with the nails still in his hands, Mike attacks Top Hat Clown, and he, like, the nails puncture the clown's neck. Like, he just, whack, like, like you're going to go, like, box some of his ears. Only he does the neck, and the, the nails in his hands, like, puncture the clown's how, neck. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of liked it, though. I mean, I like him. You're resourceful. Like, I, yeah. all right. Well, now I got these claw things. <laughs> I got nails nail, on my hands. Nail hands. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> true stigmata, motherfucker. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> so, um, but however, at the exact same time that Mike kills Top Hat Clown, Machete Clown stabs Mike in the chest. So it's like a like a triangular effect of yeah. killing. Um, Bat Clown just walks past Top Hat as Top Hat dies. Top and Hat is bleeding on the neck, screaming. Mike, he just walks away. Pretty from funny him. death because he's fat. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Brad and Sarah are now running through a field alongside some barn where they find the garbage truck. They hop in and try to get it started. The headlights flash on and they see Bat Clown standing in front of the truck. Now, how in the <sighs> blue hell does a man who's just been shot twice in the stomach move that fucking fast? I mean, these guys were running and yeah. he's like just... The whole time the clown's shown walking. Slowly walking. And he's been shot twice in the stomach. And he's like, whatever, I'm here. I'm all good, man. <laughs> Booyah, bitch. Here Booyah. I am. Uh-huh. Like, oh, just a little flesh wound. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, so Brad tries to get the truck moving, but he can't. He can't get started. Bad clown opens the driver's side door, tries to drag Brad out, while at the same time, Machete Clown grabs Sarah through the passenger side window and begins strangling her. Now, suddenly, from out of nowhere, Machete Clown is hit over the head from behind. When he falls over, we see Mike standing there covered in blood. So Mike's still kicking. Mike's still kicking. Mike and Machete Clown start fighting while Sarah struggles to help keep Brad from getting dragged off. Brad's finally able to kick Bat Clown off him while Mike beats Machete Clown down, just beats him into the back of the garbage truck, and just like Shredder from the intros, hits that compacting switch, and crushes the clown. And he falls, but he, mm-hmm. he barely, he falls, he's falling down, and he manages to, like, hit the switch. Right as he falls down, face first, Mike dies. Um, Machete Clown is cr- compacted, crunched to death, dies screaming. screaming, blood spurting out of the back. Um, Brad gets the truck started, hits the gas, blackout. Lights up on the garbage truck, driving down the rural road. Brad and Sarah speechless inside, just in a daze. Traumatized. Traumatized. Yeah. The camera shows the truck driving away as Bat Clown and Girl Clown walk into frame, looking after the truck as it drives away. Blackout, yeah, roll this... credits. That's Clown Town. Clown Town. Woo! What? Oh, God. So many so many things are like just wrong with it, but... Anyway, uh, before we, we'll go on to that later, so let's go into favorite kill. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, what, what what do you have this week, Aaron? So there, how many kills do we uh, have? There are thirteen deaths shown throughout the movie. Not a, it's a there's it's a good to choose from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's good ones to choose from, and my favorite one uh, was I believe his name was Billy, the character who was driving the truck who got yeah. hit in the face by the crowbar clown from the back. So he gets hit in the... I mean, it's pretty brutal, like, yeah. the, the effects here. And this is their first interaction to clowns, and this is where shit starts happening. You know, we're finally getting deep into it, you know. 
the two smashes. Everyone's terrified. I can kind of, you know, I know we were making the argument earlier about, you know, just bull rush him, but still it just kind of had a nice sense of suspense. And he, the other clown comes in, smashes him, and throws the, light, the you know, douses him gasoline, lights him on fire. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. It's a horrible way to go. That is a horrible way to go. So that's my favorite kill. Um, you know what? Something I just thought of that uh, I didn't, like, when I first watched the movie, I was pissed, like, okay, when we see Billy and Dylan in the truck, you know, they stop, He one guy pees, they get up and they drive away, clown's gone, and then he pops up from my back. What the fuck? How they drove? Like, okay, he so he, he obviously got into the bed of the truck as before they drove away. But another more thing about that pisses me off too because why is he you, in the middle of fucking nowhere? Just yeah. happens to be. Yeah. And how, first of all, he was working at the diner earlier, so he got off of work, gets painted up in clown suit, kills the 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 townie, mm-hmm. and then still gets out to the middle of fucking nowhere before or catches up with Billy and 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 Dylan who are driving. But not only that, the fact that he obviously had to have climbed into the back of the truck, which, I'm sorry, if you're in the front cab, you would have felt somebody, the, the springs, like the shocks, you would have felt somebody going clunk as they climbed into the back of your truck bed. Marshall, haven't you already realized these are ninja clowns? <sighs> yeah. I mean, they're popping up everywhere, stealing. They're not even killing people. They're just stealing them, just snatching them away <laughs> with no problem. They snatched away three of the members of this group yeah. without incident. All right, you're right. All right, they're they're fucking ninja clowns. Duh. Fuck <laughs> fucking yeah, ninja I totally clowns. agree, man. <laughs> um, you know, all right. For my favorite kill, you know, you make a good point. The, the uh, 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 Billy's death is brutal and probably the worst way to go. Um, I like Dylan's death a lot because I just love like how it, like he rips it through his cheek, yeah. he fish hooks him, and then rips it out. And stand, but so that's one of the good effect. But I'm going to say my favorite kill isn't the best effect. I'm going to say my favorite kill is Jill just because it shut her the fuck up. <laughs> it just shut her up. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. so I sick know. of Jill. I know. And, and it's so fast, and there's nothing to it, but it's like, oh, oh thank, you. thank you. It's like hitting the snooze button. It's like my ears can stop bleeding from the screaming now. Like, it's like oh. you're trying to reach, you're trying to desperately slap at the snooze button. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> And then whack. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, so I, even though uh, uh, Dylan was and Billy were probably the best kills, my favorite death Jill. is Jill. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So uh, with that, let's go into the odds and ends this week. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right. So uh, like I said, this is a brand new movie. So there's a lot of, um, you know, not a, there's not a whole lot to it yet on, right, online. Right. Uh, ratings, IMDb gives it a 4.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 10% on the thermometer, but it has a 50% audience score. Wow. So quite the leap there. And Amazon gives it a 2.5 out of 5. Yeah, that's pretty low that for That is Amazon. low for Amazon, yeah. especially for a, a, something like in this modern. Um, plot keywords, absolutely zero this week. Wow. Which, which stunned me at first. They were like, okay, it's only been out a month. But still, I mean, people didn't even put in Clown or Ohio or Machete or... OH! <laughs> so, any Ow. of that. So, yeah. If you, if you want to be the first, you know, go on there and uh, put some plot keywords in there if you're feeling uh, froggy. Put in Moon Goons. Put, you put in Moon Goons. Hashtag Moon Goons. Uh, uh, trivia, again, not a whole lot I could find. Um, the only thing I could find was that it was filmed in... I might mispronounce this. Uh, 
Galeon, G-A-L-I-O-N, Westlake, Crestline, and Cleveland, Ohio. Now, again, because I did this earlier, Galeon and Crestline are right next to each other, north of Columbus and south of Cleveland, near Mansfield, Ohio. And Westlake is just west of Cleveland. So, again, nothing in southern Ohio at all. Nowhere near Southern Ohio. No, no, nowhere near Southern Ohio. Um, budget, could not find the budget for this. I sent emails uh, out to the production. I have I never heard back from anybody. So maybe, who knows, someday in the future they'll give. But unfortunately, no budget game this week, which I was really disappointed. Because I, I would say this actually would have had a decent budget, I think. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it had some decent effects. Uh, unlike you, you had the problem because you might because your problem might have been that you watched it on YouTube, so it didn't translate well. But to me, I was, I was actually going to say the picture quality was actually very good. From uh, mm-hmm. what I watched, so I mean, it was they had good e- cameras, good equipment, uh, decent effects. Um, so I would say the budget was, you know, it wasn't going to be too low, I don't think, but not, too, I don't, know, not too great either. But it, um, so yeah, so sorry guys, no budget game, but let's move on to five star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews. All right, now. For the reviews, there were only four total reviews on Amazon. Four wow. for everything. There's one five star, one three star, and two one star reviews on on um, on Amazon. So I figured, fuck it, I'm just gonna sure. blast through them all because they're all they're really short. So five star review first. As Freed Hart. As Freed. A A A Z. Excuse me. A Z F R E E D Hart. Um, scary as scary gets great, get fun. Yeah. It just says get fun flick five stars. So, okay. He likes, he it. liked it. Three star review. It's a B rated movie, but a decent quality. If you expect more, you may be disappointed. I don't think the movie was that bad. It's worth a watch. If you're, if you're wrong, you're a horror movie buff three stars. So yeah, yeah middle of the road. One star reviews from my, Mile J, not scary at all. Horrible acting and graphics. One star. I don't understand the graphics part. Like, yeah. they weren't like CG. I mean, that's Do saying, they mean special effects, perhaps? Yeah, I'm guessing, but they weren't that bad. They're just. I didn't think they were that bad at all. They're just. There wasn't like. They weren't showing like people was getting decapitated. They weren't overly yeah. gory because, again, because I think they're working within their budget. And to that effect, they, I think they did a good job. They worked with, within, their, within their limits. They made, made it look good with what they had. So. Uh, from Mickey Gibbs, horrible movie. I was expecting it to be bad because it's a B movie with an unknown production company, but it was very bad acting. Was it? But it was very bad acting. Was okay. One star. I have completely opposite. <laughs> I thought the production was okay, and I thought the acting was horrible. Yeah. Um, and now this, uh, this one, I uh, this is one I pulled off of IMDb. This is mm-hmm. from uh, Frantic Phil, titled "Clowns Deserve Better Than This." <laughs> This movie is utter trash, pure and simple. Uh, I could go on about the atrocious acting, mediocre gore, run-of-the-mill baddies, and so on and so forth. But instead, I'm going to tell you this. Stay away from this trash. I do, lo- I do love myself a good clown movie. Clowns have this mix of always, being, of always smiling, yet at the same time emotionless type of thing. These clowns all lack that. Some people go for this flick because of the, of it, the nudity, which, again, it is there. But in this movie, you end up feeling like... Tits? Eh, whatever. <laughs> Unless you are a teenage boy, you are going to roll your eyes and fast forward to the next scene. 
to avoid acting that is do yourself a favor look elsewhere one star now first of all there's only one it's not a nudity filled movie there's one no there's one scene with at the very beginning and say you're gonna fast forward that because of the acting first of all the girl's not even talking when she's changed so there's no act she's just changing clothes this guy is a fucking retard. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the avoid to say that, the, the avoid the movie because of, of its new and say, tits? Uh, I'm like, no. I'm like, tits? Yeah. Yay. Like, what? <laughs> what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Like, this, that, I'm sorry. I, it's a, not a, the best movie, but that's. He that, does talk about being an immature boy, and we kind of are, so. Uh, <laughs> I, say, uh, hey, uh, I like boobs. There's nothing. Like, okay, first of all, there's a difference between immature and just appreciating. Nice breasts, movies. Nice breasts. That, that every every men and women all over the world love my nice breasts. They are a thing of beauty to be admired and appreciated the world over. There's nothing immature about that. We're not and just to admire that. Now that we're squeezing, going honk honk, <laughs> that's immature. <laughs> but just admiring a good set of breasts is quite okay. I like your I like your passion for breasts here. That's probably the most well spoken <laughs> moment we've ever had on the show. Is the importance and the the artistic value of titties? Of titties. <laughs> so, young actresses out there, we don't we, we don't just want to see your boobs just because we're drooling over. We just like to admire nice physiques and tits spread know. joy throughout the world. They bring happiness to people. I think it is their duty of women to spread. If you are capable of bringing happiness to people, especially in this day and age where everything sucks and we are in the middle of the worst election in our lives, titties can be the <laughs> glue that brings us back together. <laughs> Heal the nation. Show your tits. Make tits great again. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, Sorry about the titty rant. Oh, that was good. Uh, final thoughts. Let's write this. Final final thoughts on this, Aaron. I, I, t- part of me, I, I'm not a fan of clowns. I don't like the clown thing or whatever. But I really think this film had some potential. I really think it did. I think if you if they took it back to the drawing board before they released it and just touched up some things that the. the the town being kind of shut down, but some people still there. You could have one or two people help. You know, kind of like think of it like um, what's that video game you like so much? Uh, Silent Hill. Silent Hill. You know, kind of like this town where some people are still good, some people are crazy. I think that potential was there. A little bit more backstory on the clowns. Um, you know, why did they show up? Why yeah. did they materialize? You know, obviously, Crazy Mama had a thing for clowns because she had crap around her house. But it could have we could have tied a little better because who are all these other fucking clowns? Yeah, I guess obviously it starts off as a family thing. You get mom, son, and daughter, but then right. you have but who are the who are, who's fat machete clown and top hat clown and how's the sheriff and, and like, crowbar clown? And, yeah, like yeah. there's no connection of how these other people get pulled in or are connected or why they're all banding right. together. And with those more. clowns, I like the showdown between the group and crowbar clown, and I'd like them to be, almost be like a video game. It's like, okay, well, now we got to fight this clown, and how are we going to get past him? And maybe one can die on that one. Oh, how are we going to get past... Like, you can kind of go through the levels of clowns at different times. I think it had potential. It missed the mark. Bad acting, things like that. So bad, it's scary. So bad, it's scary. But I, it's a really tough one for me, honestly, because I think it had potential. I think if they just would have done another rewrite, Touched up, maybe connected a few dots. Feels like something like get rid of. They wasted time with the screaming Jill yeah. constantly. The girl clown, she was cool. Was she? She could have been very cool. I, was, I wanted yeah. to do more with oh, the girl. I, clown. I know, like, like I, I know. Like, right now, Harley Quinn is the big thing, and, and you, you, you kind of want. I 
watching like, oh, okay, Harley Quinn. It's the first thing part of my but I think that's regardless. It's, it's, not, still, it's not going there. But they could have done something. It's with a missed the, op- It's again yeah. another missed opportunity. I think the girl should have been like the scary, creepiest, most insane of them all. Like, and they really could have played that up and like have her be like the most diabolical, disturbed, right. killing something in a just torturous way. You know, give her something. You know, and they each had a, like a weapon and a thing. Give her two daggers or yeah, something like that. Yeah, she didn't like have that, a weapon you know? of her own. Like, everybody just, else was identified by their weapon. Yeah, I mean, just and with that weapon thing, it kind of had that video game feel. That's what I'm talking. Like, you okay, take okay. one out, one out, one out. You know, I would have. I think it had potential. I think they were. They did better. It's better than I expected, but it's still not there. Um, I, I agree with you on pretty much everything you said. However, the only thing I think I'm going to say is I actually am going to say so bad it's good. Just because, like, you said it's close, and I think you're right. Another brush up, rewrite, pick a few of these things up, polish it off a bit. But I don't think it was so bad. I, in the context of itself, not comparing it to any other movies, uh, I think it's at least worth a watch. I'm not saying it's great, but it's it's worth, you know, if you it's brand new. If you can get it cheap enough, rent it. Yeah, it's free on it, YouTube. Yeah, just give it a watch. It's not that long. It's not great, um, but it's. I think it's it's worth yeah, again, one kinda, watch. Kind of like what what was it last week or the week before? Like we, it just fell on the other side of the fence. You know, uh, like Charlie's farm. Charlie's farm. I just fall on the one side of the fence. I just I just can't can't get to it. Now okay, now now I'm not like, not sorry comparing to like saying one person, but what? Okay, if you were saying let's say because you said Charlie's farm was so bad, scary too. Correct. Now if you put this against Charlie's farm, which one would you pick? This or Charlie's farm. God, I don't know. That's a good question. I I ha- think, I'd have to think on it a little bit. Let me see. Uh, I might go Charlie's Farm. You know, even I, though I said I said both of them were good, I would probably Charlie's Farm one just because the kills were so much more fun to watch. They're they're more creative kills and more blood and gore. Um, and I'd I like to. I'm not big on the clowns. I don't have the clown fear clowns, which I can't pronounce the proper phobia term for that. Um, uh, but. I, yeah, I to be perfectly honest, I think at the end of the day, I think I would rather watch this one again really? than Charlie's Farm. Well, yeah. then we're split again. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's fine with me. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with Hall- Halloween week. Yeah, big, Halloween big, baby. Um, next week, mo- we are. I do the movie we're doing is a Daniel Harris movie. So uh, gonna, I'll, I'll announce that on our Facebook page probably on Wednesday. But we already have it picked out. It is a Daniel Harris movie. Uh, you can't. I know it is on Amazon right now, so but I'll figure out other places it's found as well. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, thanks for listening. Thank you, Moon Goons. We'll be back in another week. Uh, Aaron, any parting, anything you want to say? Any final thoughts? No, no. All right, <laughs> so that's right, guys. Watch more nothing. horror. Watch more horror movies, and forever remember to keep it tight.